B C A B C A B C A B C A B C A B C Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash Show. I'm your host Uppy. With me is Stash as always. Stash, how you doing? I am fucking awesome, man. I'm glad we made it past Super Tuesday. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, Beardo's here. I guess, you know, he's a part of us now. Just, uh, hey guys. <laughs> he's, he's turned into the Jason White of this podcast. You know, I'm just he gets another credit. He's, he's another credit. He gets another credit, but he's always here somehow. So, how I'm are you just, doing, Beardo? Just, you know, someone actually likes me. It's kind of nice. At our age, we can't be choosy, but our friends, yeah. <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, what do you Oh No, you're a shitty friend, too. It's okay. Perfect. <laughs> What's everyone drinking? I'm going back to the old classics. Uh, it's getting quite warm down here where I live. I don't know. It's like weirdly warm, but it's still warm. Um, and so um, I haven't got quite to the Heineken level yet, but Corona's, you have my heart, considering that there's a virus out there named after you. Uh, I still love you. I, I still drink it quite often. I'm a big <laughs> yeah. fan myself. Uh, Beardo. All right. So I am just a guest that serves at the whim of the hosts of this beautiful show, but I've decided that. I'm going to try something kind of fun, and I'm going to start drinking some beers from breweries around the world that I have visited. And so the very first one that I am drinking is the good old-fashioned Guinness. So just just this last summer, I went to Ireland, and I took a group of um, eight students through the Guinness Brewery because... I wanted to go see Guinness and drink a Guinness in the Guinness Brewery. So went to Dublin, had a Guinness in the Guinness Brewery in the bar at the top of the brewery where you can see all of Dublin. It was absolutely wonderful. And, um, yeah, it was good. I'm not a huge fan of Guinness. Um, went through the tour, and they said there's a specific way to drink Guinness to make it taste better. And I'm not a fan of drinking things a certain way. I just want to pour it down my gullet and enjoy it. But sure enough, when I drank it the way they told me to, it did taste better. I don't remember how that was now, so now I just pour it down my gullet. But Guinness, it's what I'm drinking tonight. I think you told me that you have to roll it over your tongue or some weird thing like that. Yeah, it's something like that. It's too much work. Um, well, funny enough, I uh, got a beer uh, that was a part of my travels one time. All the way up to Chico, California, um, a whopping three hours from here. Mm-hmm. And this beer is from Sierra Nevada. It's called Fantastic Haze Imperial IPA. And it is pretty Shout fantastic. I love you, Sierra Nevada. Nine percent alcohol. One of the one of the first IPAs in the market, Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. I think I think a Sierra Nevada IPA was the first I ever drank. My first IPA was uh, Brew Free or Die by 21st Amendment. That was my first IPA. Mm. Uh, Snowshoe and Sonora was the first 
Oh. IPA. Are they still? Around? This was a long time ago. No, you were talking 2003. <laughs> so those were our, our early drinking days. Jeez, this one was early, early. Yeah, I and and uh, Poppy, I think I was still drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade at that time. Uh, this may have been on your mother's teat. I'm not sure. <laughs> My mother didn't like me that much. Uh, it was. It was. Um, it was. It, this is when they were doing like especially super bitter beers, like ESBs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this was when the early years. Good stuff, man. Put some hair in your chest. Yeah. Put yeah. some on your face, too, it looks like. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, tonight, uh, so last week we touched on the politics. We're um, staying negative again tonight, uh, but not in a, in a more entertaining way. We're starting a new series that we will touch back on from time to time, and we're um, well, I straight up stole it from Family Guy, and we're going to call this show, You Know What Grinds My Gears. So we're just going to go around the room a couple times, and we're just going to go on some rants and get it off our chest, let the weight float off our shoulders, and uh, be free of what ails us. So who would like to go first? Oh, I have one. Okay, go for it. Okay. Uh, what grinds my gears is that the people that don't use your fucking blinkers, okay? You have them on your vehicle for a reason. Use them because it indicates to other drivers that you, you want to merge, you want to move your vehicle from right to left, or you're going to make a right turn somewhere. Um, that is my fucking rant, right? Like, like seriously, like, like if, if you're coming down the street and you got to make that right turn, Fucking turn on your blinker because I'm waiting for you to come past me so I can make my right turn. But no, you want to make that right into the liquor store half a block away. And I'm waiting for you. You know, you're like, God damn it, you made me waste 30 fucking seconds for you. Use your blinker, please, people. It's there for a reason. It doesn't take any fluid. It doesn't take a filter. You don't change the oil on it. Don't have to charge the fucking battery. Yeah, Use but it. we do have to move our hand. That's quite a bit of work. Yeah, true. Flick of the yeah, yeah. yeah. more than a little well, flick of the wrist. It's like well, I mean, if you can master, if you if you can masturbate, you can use a, you can use your blinker. Yeah, but you. Well, are you but you're already tired out your wrist for masturbating, so you have no more energy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get carpal tunnel. He's 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 off the masturbation one one day out of out of the week, you know, and you know, or whatever it is. So just. So you can do it, boy or girl. That's it. It's easy. You're done. <laughs> right, I beard, like it. Beard done. <laughs> do you want to go next, bud? Yeah. You know those people who are always telling you to ease off masturbation so that you can hit the fucking blinker? <laughs> you know, and those people. <laughs> no, my, my first rant is uh, is love. That's my first rant. So you guys recorded right around Valentine's Day and didn't do a love special. And that's that's some bullshit right there because love is fucking real. Now, I have a class. I, I'm a teacher. And at the beginning of every class, we have a quick write. It's a little opener. And on Valentine's Day, my, my student teachers put a, a quick write on the board that said, is love real? And so all of these kids were talking about this mushy, I don't know, fake love thing. And then my kids go, Mr. Nunn, what are you doing? What are you doing for your 
your wife for um, Valentine's Day. I said, well, we're not really doing anything. We don't celebrate Valentine's Day. And they go, why? Isn't she, isn't she your soulmate? Isn't she your true love? And I looked at them and I said, I, I don't believe. And this is a conversation I have every year. I don't believe in true love. I don't believe in soulmates. I mean, it is absolutely impossible that the one person I was meant to spend my entire life with, I just so happened to go to high school with him. With all of the billions of people in the world, my soulmate lived in Oakdale. Please, I know that's not true. So soulmates, true love, it's absolute BS. Um, it's made to sell movies and sell car, uh, cards. If, if you love someone, you're going to make it work. Relationships suck, and they are hard, and you have to put out a lot of effort. And if you're not willing to put out, put out that effort, you're not going to be in love. Love is a lot of work. So true love and soulmates is bullshit. And also us not doing a Valentine's show, apparently. Well, we'll mark that down for next year. <laughs> I appreciate you not doing a Valentine's Day show. Yeah. We'll just sit around on Valentine's Day with our penises out and <laughs> make Beardo happy, I guess. I don't know if that would make me happy. You were all about making us all happy and horny a few weeks ago. I mean, you kind of created this problem. Yeah, bears, bears for Billy Chick, remember? <laughs> Okay. You're gonna have to take that sticker off your car now. I have a lot to explain to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, you know what grinds my gears? The owner of Modesto Grub Hubs grinds my gears. Um, I don't know the name of the owner, but I do know. I only know the name of their business. Uh, they are the one business down at Modesto Grub Hubs that's not actual food truck. It's a shipping container. They own the property. They had one great idea, and my, I, I have to be honest, the idea of Modesto Grove Hubs was an awesome idea. Um, it's near downtown. It's just this open space where about a dozen food trucks just post up, and you can go down with your family, and you can have five people. All five people want five different things. You can do it in one central location. It's fantastic. So you're probably wondering, where's the rant, Epi? What grinds your gears? What grinds my gears is they named it Grubhubs. Like, Grubhub was already an established, well-known food delivery system. So when you hear Grubhubs, you don't know if they're talking the food place or the food delivery. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to borrow a name and be lazy ass, why not be funny about it and call yourself Meals on Wheels? That would be hilarious because they're all food trucks. They're all on wheels. But no, they've done fucked it up. The one good thing Modesto's done in like 10 years... And they screw it up by giving it a shitty name, and that's what grinds my gears. <laughs> Are you hungry? Do you need a che- like a no. string cheese or something or salami? No. He needs a sausage. <laughs> sausage. I can wait till Valentine's Day. <laughs> you hear that, Grubhubs? Fuck you. <laughs> But if you're gonna go, but if you're gonna go, make sure you go to Rub Barbecue and Grilling. Um, their food mm-hmm. is awesome. It's worth going down there. But the name just bugs the fuck out of me. If you couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. That's a good, uh, you know what, I'm going to piggy bank off of um, your, your uh, retail. Uh, what, one thing that grinds my, my gears just like to no end is um, when customers decide that they want to be rude to um, minimum wage employees at a retail establishment or even a restaurant establishment. You, they make minimum wage. Like you want them to make policy and set, you know, and, and set how things are supposed to run. And you're like, dude, they, they don't control anything. You know, they literally go to work, wash your damn dishes or whatever. You know what I mean? And make sure that you're fed and stuff your fat freaking mouth, you know, it to, to, to your delight and you're pissed because your fork is bent and you got to sit there and berate them about something they don't even they don't they don't fucking buy the forks they don't they don't care they're just there to make their money so they can go home you know and then people are like well they should just have a little more uh um uh what is it what's the word that they use um um enthusiasm about where they work you know take some pride it's like really jan i make i make minimum wage what what type of pride do you want me to have you know I stink like fucking guacamole and taquitos every day, you know. I can't stand watch another fucking dish again, and I'm sitting <laughs> here listening to you tell me about why I don't take pride in my work, about forks I don't even fucking buy, you know. Tell that to the general manager. I'm just here to clean your table, Jan, and then walk away. <laughs> so that really does. It really does grind my gears. It's It's like – or, or when they walk into another place and they expect you to know the fucking answer to their question because they can't YouTube it or they're too fucking cheap to buy a plumber and they want you to fix their problem. And and you're like, dude, I make minimum wage. What do you want me to be fucking plumbers at $12 an hour? Jesus, people, come on. <laughs> I'm mad now. Uh, I need another beer. That reminds me of the first job I ever had on the microwave, like, was not working correctly, and then they they asked me, the guy making five dollars an hour, can you fix this? And I looked them straight in the face, <laughs> and I said, if I could do that, I would not be working here. And they never asked again. Yep. Well, that, that's a good one. I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate that last rant. Um, one minor constructive criticism would have been awesome if you used the name Karen instead of Jan. The name Karen seems to get all this shit from people on Facebook. You know that Facebook meme that pops around that says, you know, do people actually name their kids Karen or do they just show up as adults asking to speak to the manager? You know? Yeah, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. Okay, I'll use Karen next time. <laughs> Beardo, you got, you got another one? Yeah, I don't know if it's mixed messages or, um, I don't know, just being an asshole. But I really want a tattoo. I really want a tattoo. I have none. I have a big, giant, awesome beard, yet no tattoos. And I really want one. And so I was talking to uh, Mrs. Beardo the other day. And I showed her a picture of this Disney tattoo. My wife is huge into Disney. And I'm like, this is a pretty cool tattoo. And she goes, yeah, it's pretty cool, but but I want a tattoo on my foot. Well, Mrs. Beardo, for as long as I've known her, has been completely and totally against me getting a tattoo. 
And I said, wait, wait, you want to get a tattoo on your foot? She's like, yeah, I want to get a, I want to get a ladybug on my foot. And, and I go, oh, well, how come you can get a tattoo and, and I can't? This seems kind of hypocritical. And she says, well, the tattoo I want is cute. The tattoo you want is fucking stupid. And I said, <laughs> so what? If you get to pick a tattoo, I should get to pick a tattoo as well. And she said, yeah, when you pick a tattoo that I like, you can get a tattoo. And I said, well, I think the tattoo on your foot is stupid. And she goes, I don't give a shit what you think. <laughs> I'm going to get a tattoo on my foot. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't give a shit what you think about my tattoo. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get glow in the dark lightsabers on my middle finger, so fuck you. And she <laughs> said, see, that's stupid. And I said, Well, I think your tattoo is stupid. You think my tattoo is stupid. You're gonna get your tattoo. I can't get my tattoo. That's not right. And so I, there's nothing I hate more than hypocrisy. And I made a big deal out of it and Ruined date night with Mrs. Beardo, and she was not appreciative of me trying to make my point. But she's being hypocritical, and I hate when people are hypocritical. Absolutely drives me crazy. Well, I guess so. I, I, is this something she would divorce you over? Like, would you be single if you uh, No. No, absolutely not. So this is definitely it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if she were to divorce me over this, that would be absolutely stupid because I have three things going for me that most men don't. Uh, first of all, I'm good looking. Um, if you could see my picture right now, you'd definitely agree with me. Um, second, I'm very funny. And I think the last few shows have proven that. And then third, I'm gainfully employed and have been for the last 13 years. And so... I'm quite the catch. And so if she were to divorce me over a tattoo, it'd be her loss. Didn't because she say, I'm fucking awesome. Didn't she say a few weeks ago, your beard hides your ugly face? <laughs> Wasn't those your words? <laughs> as, the editor, as the editor of this show, I think I heard you say your beard hides your ugly face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the beard makes my face beautiful. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Definitely ask for forgiveness, not permission. Um, yep. so I won't get as passionate this time as I did last time, but what mm. really does grab my gears is, uh, wireless <laughs> cell phone companies. I don't get how, if you're going to pull somebody in by promising, and I've had this issue with both AT&T and Verizon, where they say, trading your old phone, get a $500 credit towards the next phone. Well, $500 makes any reasonable phone that you'd want half off. Because cell phones yeah. are worth more than most shitty cars now. Um, <laughs> I don't get yeah. in this day and age where everything is at the tip of your finger instantly. Why it takes two to three billing cycles for the credit to show up. So, or for a stash of, stash of signaling four months, you got screwed over an iPhone too, I guess. Uh, so what happens is the ubbies make a very economic decision for our family we switched from verizon to at&t because we were going to be able to save 50 dollars a month on our bill and we we're all going to get new phones perfect right well not until uppy gets a text message from at&t saying the bill has been processed and it's 600 dollars. 
and you're wondering, well, mm-hmm. 120, that was the activation fee that they said that would be waived. And it's just bullshit. So I'm happy with my new iPhone 11 Pro Max. I got the most expensive iPhone you can get, and it's wonderful. But I'm just not happy with cell phone providers who think, seem to think that it takes upwards of four months to credit you for the phone discount that they promised you because we're not rich. So fuck you, AT&T. And in the past, Verizon, because Verizon has done it to us too. I, I got to piggyback <laughs> because fucking Spectrum did this to me and it just busted my chaps. I was so excited to like lower my bill from 90 to 40 bucks a month like they said um i gave them my phone i sent it in and they go oh yeah we'll give you 20 dollars for your phone and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> I said, who decides how much they give oh um and Sh- decides who how much you know they give or whatever i go but that just totally negates this whole idea that how much money well that's that's an estimate we think we could give you that much but you know they then they decide so okay well uh, well, what do I got to do next? Well, as soon as you, um, as soon as you do this and that, and you submit your phone, and they're gonna some, they're gonna send you some paperwork, and and then and then you you'll you'll get a you know uh, a bill, and your bill's gonna be lower. I said, well, I'm not saving much money here. Well, you gotta wait a billing cycle. That's fine. Three filling, three fucking billing cycles go by, and I'm like, hey, I call them up. I am not gonna pay this much anymore. Uh, and the lady says, "Well, you just gotta let wait. We gotta wait for the process to play out." I'm like, "Are you fucking serious? I gave you my phone back in November, and it's and it's February, and you want me to wait for the billing cycle to play out so I can save money?" And I had to finally call and talk to the super. I had to be Karen, and I talked to the manager. <laughs> okay? I fucking talked to the manager, and I was so pissed because I'm like, "Dude, it's been since November." And it's pissed off. And just now on this next March 26th billing, I'm going to pay $40. <laughs> finally. <laughs> wow. All finally. Since November, I've been paying $60. Jeez. Well, congratulations on your lower bill. Fuck <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's my rant because it's it totally sucks. Like, don't fucking promise people something, and then it turns out to take like ten fucking months, three hoops to jump through, three letters of the manager, three references, <laughs> social security number, fucking you know all your all your fingerprints from your right hand type of shit. I don't need that. Like, mate, this was supposed to be easy, and it wasn't. Luckily, Spectrum's using Verizon's tower, so like my my service didn't change. Mm-hmm. It's just my billing changed. So eventually, <laughs> March twenty six. Eventually, <laughs> fuck you, Spectrum. Uh, All right, so I do that. Yeah, I guess I'm up. Yeah. So so here's rant number three. Um, I'm a teacher. I I teach high school, and. I think I started to allude to this a couple of weeks ago, but it absolutely drives me crazy when people complain about teenagers. Um, so I've, I've had the opportunity to work with teenagers for 15 years, 13 years. And 
I've seen them do some pretty awesome things. I've also seen them do some really stupid things. So, yes, teenagers suck. They're stupid. They do dumb things. But they also do super awesome things. Um, and I quite often hear old relatives or old friends or um, just acquaintances talking about how dumb and horrible teenagers are and how they're ruining everything and how they're so disrespectful and just absolutely terrible, horrible people. And by and large, that's absolutely not true. Um, teenagers generally are respectful. I mean, they're also playing a game with you. They're trying to get something on you. They're trying to get around your rules and try to take advantage of you like everyone is. But generally, teenagers are pretty good people um, doing some pretty awesome things. Um, and so, you know, you see teenagers out there like that girl from, I think, Sweden, who's champion, championing, championing, I don't fucking can't even say that word right now. Um, but trying to get environmental issues brought to the forefront. And then you have the president fucking tweeting things about how horrible and terrible she is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've got teenagers doing those kinds of things and trying to get, um, just great things going. And there's been teenagers doing things like that for generations. And there's always been old people complaining about them. And it's absolutely frustrating and irritating to see old people trying to stifle the younger generations. I remember growing up, I feel like growing up in the late eighties and early nineties, mid nineties, um, people were more open to talking about saving the earth or um, doing good things for people or helping the poor and doing those kinds of things. And I feel like anytime young people are saying, old people, you're not doing enough for this. They just want to smash them or, or knock them down. And somehow I don't know how we've lost the empathy in this world. I don't know why we can't just go out there, help each other, pat the teenagers on the back when they want to do kick-ass shit. Um, and so that really bugs me that old people are trying to stifle uh, what the younger generations are trying to do. Well, they did. They did. South Carolina was only one because old people voted for Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, I mean, in politics, we love our old white dudes. We're gonna kill and us. Ballot, white that's people. What we're gonna get to vote for is old white people. Yeah, old white dudes. <laughs> yeah. Old people are gonna kill us. Well, well that's it. I, I, we're, well, we're they dead. don't care. They only have a decade or so left. So, what's it matter to them? Yeah. Well, I do remember a young stash um, gave one of the best speeches I've ever seen. Um, oh yeah. Energized me. You know, basically, uh, change doesn't happen because of, from people in lockers. Change happens when the youth rise up and get it done. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, Stash, one of your main arguments was uh, students of LA Unified wanted calculus and they didn't have calculus, so they walked out of class mm -hmm. until they got calculus. Mm -hmm. like, um, yep. And they got beat up by the police for doing it. Mm -hmm. But they oh, got wow. their damn class. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but so they got what they wanted. Mm -hmm. The youth the youth lead changed, not people in uh, walkers and wheelchairs. Yeah. So... That's because they can't take uh, getting beat up by the police. Oh, they got the <laughs> shit beat out of them. They got the so snot crazy. beat out of them. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, they did. With clubs, billy clubs, they were getting beat up. 
16, 17 year old kid boys. They went after him like like it was just another Rodney King day. Right, I was gonna say. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, if they did what they did, Rodney <laughs> King. I mean, the students were nothing at that point. I mean, yeah. All right, so my hmm. final rant is quick and short. Uh, again, I'm pulling inspiration from Peter Griffin, and it's uh, "You America, fuck you." Stop voting for Biden. <laughs> Stop voting for Trump. We can correct mm. us if we all get together and get our collective heads out of our asses. California did his part. We voted for Bernie. Yeah, we did. Yes, he's an old white guy, but he's a cool old white guy who uh, mm-hmm. is actually for all of us. So, again, you America, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like it. With that said, um, we're going to wrap up our very first You Know What Grinds My Gears. Um, that was as fulfilling um, as I hoped it would be. I, I feel like my shoulders have less weight on them now. And uh, we're going to revisit this because, you know, I think people love misery and people love negativity and complaining. So I think we're going to come back to this as needed. And um, mm-hmm. So, guys, I'll start with you, Stashy. You got any uh, positive final words? Uh, yes. Elizabeth Warren, you better fucking endorse Bernie Sanders. Man, some positive words. What if... I've only used one curse word. What if she's already endorsed someone by the time this airs? Then I hold Elizabeth Warren responsible for Biden's primary win and Trump winning for four more years. And we lose... And we lose... And we lose... A Supreme Court, two Supreme Court seats for life. You know, I got, you. I, I, I got what I should have expected. We wallowed in misery and anger for the last thirty minutes. Then I asked you to be positive, and you were still negative. <laughs> uh, it's the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Beardo, it looks like your coronavirus is empty. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Any positive final words, Beardo? Yeah, rule number one in our household. Don't be an asshole. I like that rule. That's nice. That was beautiful. Is there a second rule? Nope. Just rule number one. Well, I think rule number two should be wipe your asshole. <laughs> yeah. Don't be an asshole and wipe your asshole. Fair enough. That's good. My, my yeah, kids can yeah, definitely yeah. use that advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no <laughs> final words. My positivity is... You know, uh, from the three of us, we love you all very much. Thank you for tuning in because we're we're at our one-year anniversary. We'll soon be doing uh, a one-year birthday show of some sort uh, here pretty soon. And uh, we remember what it was like to record these shows and put them up on SoundCloud and then hit refresh 100 times a day and no one was listening, so... Um, two of you who aren't my mom listen now, so that's pretty awesome. But I, I kid, we're we're higher than that, but not by much. But uh, thank you all. Thank you for a wonderful uh, year. We've had a good one. We're about ready to pay our bills, so we can do it for another year. And until next week, uh, which we may or may not be doing a beer special. Finally, you'll have to wait and see, but. Um, until then, uh, Beardo, Stashy, and I, we wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. <laughs>